The Apostle Paul said to us in 1 Timothy 4, verses 7 and 8, But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Many people today are very hung up on bodily exercise. They do it every day. They do it regularly. They have a routine they go through. At the end of their lives, they die, and their body is no longer an issue. And Paul is saying, there's a better way to go. Bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable not only for this life, but for the one that comes in the future. Paul said, refuse profane and old wives' fables. Profane are secular sayings. Refuse them. There was a Catholic woman who used to do all types of worldly sayings to me, the wisdom of this world. And every time she told me one of these worldly things that are not in the Bible, I would say to her, I want to build my life on the Word of God. And what you just spoke is not in the Bible. It's a worldly saying. But I want to build my life on what the Bible tells us is wisdom. Exercise yourself unto godliness. For example, something very godly is this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. God will supply all your need. So the newscaster comes on and begins talking about the price of groceries rising. And the seed of fear goes into your heart. And you begin to think, but what will I do if groceries get higher? What will I do? I'll have to eat something else other than what I've been eating. No, you won't. What you have to do is believe what God says he will supply all your need. If you need that item, you will have it. If you need more money, you will have it. God will supply all of my need. So why should I care if gasoline gets higher? Why should I care if God's going to provide all my need? So what you do is you make yourself think on what God said. Every day, exercise yourself on what God says. And you will grow stronger and stronger in spiritual matters when you believe what God says. And you understand how God will provide for you. But you have to work at it sometimes, just like you have to work if you want your body to look a certain way. But if you work on these godly things, it will be good for this life and the next life 
whereas your bodily exercise won't be good for the next life. It may help you a little bit right now, but really, it won't be long before it all starts going downhill. But there is another life, and we as Christians look forward to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And we won't have these bodies in heaven. We'll have new bodies as God wills. And they will not be subject to pain and disease and illness and sorrow. So we're going to have a new body. Keep concepts like this in front of you. Another exercise you could do would be on Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. The year Mrs. Clinton ran for president, I became interested to see what would happen. I'm an extremely non-political person, not even registered to vote. But that election caught my attention. I was at my neighbor's house one day, and I wanted to say, what do you think about the election? Ooh, that was such a strong desire in me because I'd been watching the newscast on the subject. But I'd also been studying this scripture, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And also another scripture, follow after those things that make for peace and things whereby we may edify one another. I'd been working on that scripture. Well, if I ask that question, tell me, will that make for peace if I say, what do you think about the election? Huh? No, it will not. It will stir up the flesh and bring evil. I don't want to be a part of that. But it was so strong in me to want to ask the question. And I was fighting every second I was at her house. I was fighting to keep from speaking this. Finally, I just got up and went home and did not speak that. First, Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There is no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, that ye may be able to bear it. In that case, my way of escape was just get up and go home and don't speak. Job once said he'd put his hand over his mouth to keep from speaking. There is a way of escape. God will bring to your mind something which will enable you to overcome that temptation or take another direction.
There is no temptation that's too strong for us. God will make a way of escape that we may be able to bear it. All we have to do is go in the way of escape. But it is good to exercise ourselves unto godliness, as I have described on this podcast today. Thank you for allowing me to share with you.